Ooh, it's another fab female Friday, and I am sharing an interview with my friend Ellen Laletta. First of all, I love saying her last name. It's just so cool, Laletta. And I kind of love her first name because um, it's my middle name. It's my oldest daughter's name, and it's my sweet grandmother's name. So we got lots of Ellen Ellen love going on. Well, you're going to hear Ellen's story, and what I love about her story, so I love the extremes. I love the, like, was successful and made a pivot and is still successful, but I really love stories like Ellen's where it's so relatable because that's where most of us are, right? You, um, maybe you're with a company and you have some mediocre success. Maybe you have no success at all. And then you, you have these dreams and you, and these goals and you know that it can be bigger. Well, that's Ellen's story. And I'm going to let her share all of it, but goodness gracious, we get into some really great topics. We we really just uncover it all. But what I think you'll love the most is where she comes from. She is a CRNA, which is a nurse anesthetist. I'm sure I said that wrong. Um, but she comes with just all kinds of value that she is going to bring to the table. And so I can't wait for you to hear from her and um, hop in, take a listen. Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy-paste culture, ready to set those goals and map out a strategic plan to get there? Hey, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over a decade. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, you. Okay, go warm up that cup of coffee for the second or, let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes. And let's get started. Ellen, would you just take a second? Well, first of all, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for having me on here. Of course. I love, I love the whole thing. You've got the baby, you got the dog. Like this is just life. Like this is how it goes. Yep. It's not, (laughs) it's not the most glamorous. That's for sure. But this is the real thing. Like you get to be with her. And so, which leads me into, let's just jump right into it. And I would love for you to share your background really professionally. And um, let's just start there. Yeah, sure. So professionally, um, I am a nurse anesthetist by background. I have been practicing anesthesia for almost nine years now, um, and I have gone through all of it. I've done the crazy shifts, the crazy call, the traumas, the hearts, the, you know, everything, every area of anesthesia, every population, um, every level of acuity. And I also, um, you know, have started two businesses now. And so I wasn't born an entrepreneur at all. I'm not one of those people that's like born business savvy, born into business. I kind of like fell into it and found it and loved it and became one. 
and have really come to realize that that life is the life for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, having had a daughter who had to go through two surgeries back to back, having a sweet nurse anesthetist, and I can't even say the word there. Um, it so was, it was just so encouraging. She was like, mama, I'll be right there. Like I got your daughter. Okay. So to know that, that you've been in that place is just so sweet. So, okay. Yes, always. So you've got this amazing background, which I absolutely love because I know that there's this tendency in this space to kind of think, well, network marketing, direct sales, it's for the mom. It's for the, like, she couldn't do anything else. So she did this. And we know that that is entirely not true. And that's so what false. I love about your story is that you came from this very professional medical background. So what drew you to network marketing? Um, honestly, it, it came down to me recognizing that the only way, and this is not just in medicine, this is corporate America. The only way to get paid in corporate America is to show up to work on the time clock. And when females in particular, um, transition into motherhood, we start mm -hmm. to prioritize, you know, our kids and our families above all else. And I was never that person. I was never the little girl who like wanted to get married and have kids and like dreamt of this dream wedding and my family. Never. I was career driven my whole life. I, mm -hmm. I had goals and dreams and I accomplished them. And so like when marriage came and the time was right. And when, you know, it was time for kids, you were kind of like, I was going, you know, by the checklist, like now it's time for kids. Um, I never had this overwhelming urge. Like I was just like going to be this amazing mom and stay home, like totally the opposite. And when I had kids like hormonally, and then I think my life just transitioned, I was like, there's nothing on earth, no amount of money that is more important to me. No accolades, no letters behind my name that will define me more than my role as like a family woman, not just a mom, but a wife. Are you like actively vomiting on me? Um, See, like, why would I not want this? This is amazing. Um, exactly. Um, so when, yeah, like when that happened, I recognized very quickly that that was the only way um, to make money in, in medicine. And medicine's very challenging because if you don't show up for the overtime and the call and the mm -hmm. night shifts, then that's where all the differentials are. That's where all the money is. So, like, you're drawn to it, but at the same time, you miss life. And one time someone had t told me in the hospital, and I'll never forget it, they said, don't do what the rest of us do. Don't waste your whole life here. You will lose your marriage. You'll lose watching your kids grow up. And the one thing you can't buy back with all the money you make is time. And that hit me like really hard, probably because I was pregnant and hormonal. But um, I took it very seriously when that happened. So I said, there has to be a better way. You know, I'm not crafty. I'm not an Etsy person. I'm not going to make things and sell it online. But I saw a lot of people getting into this network marketing space. And I was like, you know what? Like, totally not a fan, not something I'm interested in. But if it makes me that little bit of extra money where I can give up that call shift or makes me like 500 or 1,000 a month, sign me up. Like, I could do anything, you know? I would Great. do anything. For my That's how I ended up here. That's incredible. And I, I love your story and I love your um, honesty behind it because I think too often we become moms and all of a sudden we think, oh no, I have to, you know, have wanted this forever and ever. I love that. Um, is it, what's her name? Um, Kel no, anyways, I can't think of her name. Um, it's on the tip of my pen, but she wrote a song basically saying all of that. Like, I never thought that I was going to get married. I never wanted the kids. I never, all the things. And then you have these little lives and you're like, well, now I don't want to miss anything. I want to be there for absolutely all of it. 
Okay, so yeah, here's sure. where I really want to focus. So you started in a traditional network marketing structure, which yeah. most people watching are pretty familiar with that. It's a, you know, it's a very um, outdated system, but you, mm -hmm. that's where you started. Cause I think we came from the same, the same company. And yes. what I'd love to know is, um, I guess what, what draw, what drew you out of that? What kind of, well, first let's talk about what was your experience in that, in that company? Did you rise to success? Was it like amazing? Was it not so much? How was that experience? So hindsight, obviously like it's 2020, right? So at the time, um, and, and still to this day, I'm very thankful for my time there. I was mm -hmm. very blessed to have joined great leaders and learned a lot. I mean, I came from like zero business background. People in medicine don't do business. We have no business doing business. Um, I put every single person to sleep for my job. So I don't talk to people for a living. So I had to go through like learning to talk to people and really understand that like sales mainly has to do with um, conveying your belief in something to somebody else. It's not being weird and spammy. It's just like, Hey, the same thing we do all day. Like I love this formula for my kid and here's a link to it on Amazon. And so I just shared something I liked. That's what network marketing really is. And people separate it into some weird other sphere, but it, it really has nothing else to do with, you know, anything else. Um, I was, I wasn't, I didn't rise to success there. I did, I did okay. Like I went in wanting to make 500 to a thousand a month. That's exactly what I made. I was very happy to do so. We thought it was like the best thing on earth. I'm like, well, this is great. Like I can do this in a month, which like looking back now, I'm just like laugh. Um, we can do that in a month and like make that. So that's like one call shift I don't have to take. Great. Wonderful. There, you know, I can get off of call. That was my goal is to get off of call. I never thought, you know, I always heard about people retiring from their jobs and like, I was like, okay, but that's like the teachers and all the respect in the world for teachers, but there's a very huge, unfortunate, but huge salary difference between teachers and nurse anesthetists. And it's really unfortunate because teachers have the hardest job in the world and they're so underpaid and they need to make more, but they're not. And they don't, which, you know, that's why there's so many of them in this realm and why they're so good at this. But it's easier to replace a teacher salary than it is to replace a nurse, anest a nurse anesthetist salary or anybody in medicine. I mean, the, the salaries are in the six figures. So like, you know, I, I was like, that's never going to be me. Totally fine. Just happy to replace a call shift. Right. Retirement from anesthesia was not in the books for me. And I love my job. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I was very happy there, but what I recognized after a few years of being there and realizing like, okay, I can be good at this. I can be a leader. I did every training, every, you know, course, every mindset, every podcast, every book, every convention, every everything to further my own skills and leadership, thinking that like, that's what was holding me back from helping other people win who were like me. When I didn't recognize at the time in those almost three years that I had all the skills, but I wasn't in the right place with the right system mm -hmm. in place. So I could have every skill in the world and you're just not in the right place. So once I, I realized like no matter what I did, I was failing and I take that very personally and seriously. And I was not only mm -hmm. failing myself, but I was failing everybody around me. Mm -hmm. I really stepped back and thought like, I can't put my head down at night knowing that I'm telling people this is a good idea when it's not because I can't help them win here. Um, so that was really difficult for me to come to, to say out loud, to like address, see it in the mirror and then have to decide, okay, do I dip out of network marketing completely? or, you know, and go back to call and everything else to make a living that I want, or do I just pivot at this moment and find something different? 
And I looked at every company in network marketing. I mean, when I tell you every, it was like, I did more research on that than I did on any paper in school. Mm. And at the time, my good friend, Lisa, Lisa Cutler, um, Mm -hmm. shifted to a new company. And I, I mean, Lisa and I were friends before this and we were not in the same um, team or anything in RNF. We were just friends. Mm -hmm. And I watched her on Instagram and I started stalking her. Like, she'll tell you she, I was in every single story. I'm like, what is she doing? What is this? What is happening? Like, so I knew that she wouldn't, she wouldn't take me with her because she thought I was happy and she didn't want to like take me away from something good. So I knew the only way to leave was to ambush her at Starbucks and force her to let me join. (laughs) So that's what I did. I was like, Hey, do you want to like go get a coffee and hang out like as friends? And she was like, sure. And then I showed up. I was like, listen, I have 10 minutes. My husband's like coming to get me. I've got a credit card. Like, let's roll. I'm out. I'm dipping out. She was like, oh my God, what, what, what? Like totally unprepared. It was like the best day of my life in this career, in this, in this profession. Um, and she will tell you that's exactly how it went down. I was like, cut the shit. Like take my credit card, sign me up. I need to. So, yeah. And that's how it went. And so I recognized that I couldn't help other people win. So if I can't improve other people's lives and like, especially being a CRNA in medicine, that's what I do for a living. Why am I there? Yeah. Why am I wasting my time? I don't want to just help myself. I want to help everybody, you know, and I couldn't. So I had to go. Yeah. I think something you said I'm seeing over and over again, as I talk to people over here is the recognition of a couple things. One, identifying the frustrations, which is not Mm -hmm. something that's ever talked about. It's like the dirty little secret. Like you keep it to yourself because if Mm -hmm. you're a leader at any level, you just keep it. You don't talk Mm -hmm. about it. Be thankful. Be thankful. Be grateful. Like exactly. And, and I get that. I totally understand that. But then we've got this group of people. I talk to women weekly who are frustrated. And yeah. I'm finally like, tell me. Like, you don't have to join me. I'm just saying, tell me. Like, let it out. Yeah. Let's, let's like find a space where you can let's share talk. this. And, yeah. and the other thing that you touched on that I um, heard Michelle Rogers and her, uh, you know, them talk about is the recognition that you're, maybe you're doing fine, which you you know, they were fine, whatever, but with your team is not winning. So if we're Uh in a space and how many times do you hear people say, I love to help people. I'm here to help people. Uh But if the extent of your helping is, you know, removing bags under your eyes, I'm sorry, that's not really helping. And if your team is not able to financially grow in any capacity, that's not okay. And when you recognize that, it's now you're at that point of what do I do? And, yeah. and what we found over here is so many people like yourself who have done massive research on other things, not throwing the baby out with the bathwater saying, okay, well, the, it's the, the space that does not work. It's no, there's, there's companies that actually do. So yeah. what did you find when you came over here? So you're watching Lisa, you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Um, how was it different? And yeah, let's just start there. How was your experience different here? Yeah. So I started realizing where everyone's hate for MLMs was coming from and why, when people said it's a pyramid scheme and why, when people said like, you're selling a false dream and false hope and you're robbing people of money. And I understood, I knew it was false, Mm -hmm. but I understood where it came from because the only way to get ahead in network marketing is, I mean, in um, MLMs is to recruit. 
So what happens with these companies is they encourage you to only recruit. So everybody out there is like recruiting and promising something, but they can't help those people reach that. They can't help them win. Like I wasn't. So you're selling them this false dream and this like car and these trips and stuff that like really doesn't matter to most people. People need money to help their families and true financial freedom is not a luxury vehicle that you have to keep ranking up to keep and have the company pay for it. And if they don't pay for it, you now are stuck paying for it. So it's like the opposite of freedom and these trips and these gifts, which like to people who are like me, who whose love language is not gifts, doesn't mean anything. And it's like this lifestyle that's sold, but what people want at the end of the day is just to like share something. I mean, 80% of people in the space don't want to recruit. They just want to share products that they love with their friends and they should be able to do so and be rewarded and celebrated and promoted for it and paid very high. And so what I noticed was between that and understanding where all those thoughts were coming from of people and they were kind of right, um, Mm -hmm. is that the reason affiliate marketing got so big with celebrities and these people off the bachelor, like why do we trust some chick off the bachelor to tell me what tanning lotion I need to use? Like, what is that about? Yeah, but we do, but but I'm sitting there at 12 in the morning. I'm like, bye, add to cart, add to cart. What else you got? You know, but Mm -hmm. the reason for that is because they have established this level of trust through this like TV screen with America. And so Mm -hmm. when they share something that they love um, and give a discount code, people jump on it, right? Because everybody wants to pay 10 bucks. So I, when I researched all the companies and recognized everybody has the same compensation plan, sure they have different products and everybody's the best and blah, blah, blah. But when it comes down to it, the way that you get paid is the only thing that matters. So if the only way to get paid and to succeed and to climb the ranks and go to the top of the company is by recruiting the most, I would never join that structure again. So then when I saw what Lisa was doing and and investigated the compensation plan and saw that, hey, you know, I can come in here and only share my discount code to customers who want the same product the way I do to my Amazon formula and then have them share their discount code the way that you do with HelloFresh and Uber and like, you know, share 20 with a friend, save 20 on your next ride. That was the genius part of it. And you could go to the top of the company and not recruit one human being, never have a conversation about recruiting if you didn't want to. That to me was very powerful and genius. And um, that's what sold the deal for me. Uh, Not to mention the, the products and the vast, you know, product directory, bless you. And the fact that it's not one, I mean, like I could go on and on and on why I joined, but at the end of the day, it got down to, I can help people win here. And so I just jumped directly in. There was no hesitation in me. I knew I wasn't going to go back to taking call. I knew I wasn't going to go back to that life of like not seeing my kids. So this was the industry for me. I just had to find it different. And this was the different and no one else had this. Mm -hmm. Um, And this company was so far ahead that like, even when companies have started now to try to replicate it, we have gotten such a head start like seven, eight, nine years, it's not even fair. I, I like truly feel bad for people in other companies who haven't found this yet because I'm like, you, like knowing now what I know, and obviously hindsight is 2020. I, I'm, I'm thankful for the time I spent in my other company. It prepared me for this. I get skills and leadership and everything I needed to come here and become a leader. But God, this, this is like, I mean, you can't touch it. You literally can't touch it. That's why all the influencers have joined the company. They, yeah. None of them would ever join an MLM. None of them want to recruit. They just want to sell with their stupid discount code and make a kajillion dollars with no limit. So like if they have a, a 500,000 person following and, and they make 36% on every sale they make, like the potential there is massive. Like why wouldn't they do this? They do this with Dyson vacuums and they don't pay them that much. 
or you know amazon storefronts pay like two percent yes mommy i know she's like mom stop talking that's not um <laughs> so that's for me was like the big selling point really yeah. sorry yeah well and it's huge like you said and and once you see it like i just kind of had the same thing like i just assumed they were all all companies were the same they just had different products really it's just yeah. all the same and honestly they are all the same but this yeah. is different this is the only one that's different and, and what i keep saying is they are seeing so far ahead and like they've made a right turn where nobody is even seeing like it, it, it's oh. the vision is is absolutely incredible and that yeah. one that one component alone i, I mean in addition to a million others, but that one component alone is so vital because I had a team of people who, while they wanted to recruit, they never really could. So they yeah. were held back. And so to see them being able to over here succeed is so incredibly awesome. Okay. So let's talk to the professional woman. We'll, we'll close it out here. Um, what is one or two things that you wish other professional women like yourself knew prior to you joining here? Like what, they're in that space where they're like, oh gosh, you know, not a network marketing. Yeah. Oh gosh, another MLMer. Exactly. What is it that you wish that they understood? Um, okay, so I'm gonna put it this way. Now having done this, right, as my second company, and also having started a brick and mortar, a med spa mm -hmm. from the ground up where I am the, me and my partner, the, we are the janitor, we are the salesperson, we're the accountant, we're the marketing specialist, we're the injector, we're the esthetician, we're the everything, we're the landlord, we're the inventory, the rent, the products, the selling, the ROI, the margins, things that like you see on Shark Tank that you don't think about that take over your whole life to launch a very successful business from the ground up compared to social retail where you literally pay $300 and then you get a discount code that you share with your friends on products that are the leading products in the world that they're buying anyway that are non-toxic and like on the front on the forefront of um that's like cleaner living that everyone's doing now knowing everything we know now about non um, about endocrine disruptors and about clean products with kids and everything they're buying it anyway so you're sharing your code for this stuff the difference in the two businesses is unreal like if somebody wants to have a second stream of income quickly easily with the least possible investment up front that's legitimate does not require recruiting i would think that they're insane if they didn't look at social retail truly like that's what it comes down to and when people say like oh you know why, why would you need a second stream for you know for your salary or whatever if Mark Cuban and Donald Trump or, you know, whoever didn't have 25, 35, 100 streams of income, they would not be Mark Cuban and Donald Trump. Why do you think Mark Cuban is investing on Shark Tank still? Do you think he needs the money? No, but he's smart and he recognizes that like things come and go and passive income is untouchable. If the only income you're making is by clocking into a time clock at a job that you hate. I mean, why do people think that the... Um, rate of people leaving their jobs is 40% right now and only rising. It's because people are having this awakening of, and like resigning, realizing that like, wait a second, and I, am I here because I love what I do or because I get paid, mm -hmm. right? So if I, and now that everyone's worked from home for the past two years with the pandemic, which like in one way was almost a blessing to our, our society mm -hmm. to stop and, and find some stillness and recognize mm -hmm. like where we were going wrong. Um, mm -hmm. 
if for, if they're recognizing like I could stay home and make the same salary with my corporate job, but while I'm doing that, I can also make a second salary. Now options start to open. And the one thing I always say is it's not about the number of dollars. It's about the mm -hmm. options and options yeah. are priceless. Yep. When you have the option in life to go somewhere, travel somewhere, do something else and not have to do something for someone else or build their pocket or their dream. I mean, your life becomes limitless and like, I'm not here to exist or be content. I'm here to live. You only get one life. I have it tattooed on me, YOLO. Mm -hmm. I live every day. Like it's my last because you only get one chance at this. Like, you're not going to like come back. And if you yeah. do, you'll probably be a dog or something random, but you know, you, you're not going to come back and get a do over that you get one time, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's what I would impart on professional women who like point their nose up or look down upon this crazy absolutely crazy to not consider any professional woman still at the top like ceo i mean those are the most stressful jobs even though they get paid so much and they have accolades and everyone respects them at the end of the day we all go home and we just want to be happy and that money is not going to keep you warm at night you know what keeps you warm at night is your family and being you know having the life you want and i think that this opens up options for anybody in any career field or a stay-at-home mom or anybody to have the life that they want in the mm -hmm. fastest and easiest way that's not spammy. Completely, completely. Oh, I, we could go on and on and on because I'm we like, go oh, on and on. There, there's so much to it. But thank you so much, Ellen and Gianna. Thank you. Oh my goodness, you look so good. Okay, holy cow, right? I mean, Ellen's stinking amazing. So I hope that you absolutely loved that interview. You can find all of Ellen's contact info. I've put it all in the no show notes along with her podcast. She has a podcast. It's called Scrub Caps and Sippy Caps. How awesome is that name? I It just sums her up, right? Scrub Caps and Sippy Caps. Anyways, friend, if there's something we said that resonated with you on any level, maybe you can identify with Ellen's story or one of the other stories that I've shared here. Or maybe you're thinking that you'd like to learn more about this social retail that we've been talking about. I am always looking for women who are ready to build a business, see wins, and who I can celebrate in their successes. Goodness gracious, that lights me up. If that's you and you're interested in learning and what it means to work with me, then you can find the link in the show notes where you can fill out an application to see if this would be a good fit for you. And not even an application so much as just ask questions. There's FAQs on there. You can shoot me a message, all that kind of stuff. I am actively launching six-figure teams and I would love to do that with you. I'm always looking to partner with women who are committed, coachable and ready to win. If that's you and you're interested in learning more and you're serious about growing a business, building a six figure and more business, then go to bit.ly slash join team unicorn for more details. Again, that's bit.ly slash join team unicorn. I mean, how fitting, right? So if you've listened for a while and you'd like to get information or you're just flat out like, okay, I want to do whatever this girl's doing, then go ahead and go there. I would, I would absolutely love nothing more than to add you to my team. It's pretty stinking awesome. Go again to bit.ly slash join team 
Unicorn. And uh, I'll see you next week.